What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It's Tuesday, July 13th. I'm Akila Hughes. And I'm Gideon Resnick, and this is What a Day, the podcast that received a 15-minute standing ovation at Cannes. Yeah, and that's pretty amazing because that means the applause went almost as long as the podcast. <laughs> yeah, importantly, uh, I just want to say it was only one person clapping. It was a guy driving near the film festival in his car. Yeah, he was really going for the record. We stand. On today's show, Texas Democrats flee the state to try to stop voter restrictions from passing. Plus, we'll have headlines. But first, the latest. We recognize that we have to come together to fulfill the first responsibility of the democracy, and to keep each other safe. And that's what the American people are looking for when it comes to reducing violent crime and gun violence. And I think this group is illustrative of, uh, of what we need to get put together. So that's President Biden yesterday presiding over a meeting with people like Attorney General Merrick Garland, New York Democratic mayoral nominee Eric Adams, and more to pitch his plan to tackle crime and gun violence. Yeah, and it's a plan that he introduced late last month, which included empowering the ATF to better track guns that flow across state lines and funding community programs. But what appears to be new from yesterday is that Biden also wants to refund the police. Yeah, so he wants states to spend $350 billion passed as part of the COVID relief package on things like Mm. hiring more police officers. So there's this perception that there's more crime happening right now, but it's complicated. So on Mm -hmm. the one hand, a May report by the Council on Criminal Justice said homicide rates spiked last summer. Then at the beginning of 2021, those rates declined in most places. But Gideon, if you take the long view of the stats, Americans overall are way less likely to be killed now in 2021 than they were in the 90s. That is good to me, at least. Yeah, it seems like best case. And the homicide rate across big cities is still close to half what it was just a quarter century ago. So up to date, crime data won't be available until September, which makes it hard to say for sure. But that hasn't stopped a wave of media coverage about how scary and dangerous the U.S. currently is. And that news might be why Biden was forced to see more tough on crime by calling for yesterday's meeting. Yeah, and it definitely also plays out on a local level. The issue and perception of crime, which can differ, uh, is clearly important to voters, at least. That's what came up in some conversations around the New York mayoral race when I was having those. And Eric Adams, as you mentioned, a former police captain, just won the Democratic nomination in that race, in part by steering directly into this issue. That's true. And it's clear that Biden is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. So on the one hand, progressive voters who are the future of the party aren't excited to see more money flow to police organizations. And they also see half steps on gun control as a loss. And on the other hand, people are voting on this issue and they're clearly voting with more centrist views in mind. So while we want Biden to be a beacon of progress and actually reforming systems, yesterday he advocated giving a big blank check to police 
without strongly talking about police reform either. And police departments across the country have refused to reform themselves this whole time. So I'm prepared to be wrong, but it seems like the only problem he's actually solving is getting his own poll numbers up regarding crime because right now they're in the toilet. An ABC poll from earlier this month found that just 38% of adults approve of how he's handling this issue. So that's his major announcement. I know that the survivors of all these mass shootings we keep having would love a more detailed plan on how to stop the madness, but I guess they'll have to keep waiting. Turning now to some state political news, Gideon, last week we talked about Texas Governor Greg Abbott calling this special session of the state legislature to pass a number of bills, including voting restrictions. But there's been a big turn in the story. So what's going on? Yeah, this was pretty crazy. So yesterday, most of Texas's Democratic lawmakers actually got up and left the state. They are Mm. out of there. Uh, At least (laughs) 51 out of the 67 Democratic reps in the legislature flew from Austin to D.C. yesterday afternoon without booking a return flight. Um, very dramatic in a cool way. The intent here is to break quorum. So their absence means that when the Texas House reconvenes today, there will not be enough members to actually conduct House business per the rules. And this is basically a more extreme version of the walkout that these Democrats staged in late May to block a prior bill from passing. CBS Austin caught up with one Democrat before he boarded a chartered plane to D.C. Here's Representative Trey Martinez-Fisher. We're fighting for our democracy. We're using every tool in our toolbox. And when Republicans get real and they want to be pragmatic and they want to have a real discussion about voting rights in America, we're happy to have that talk. But if they want to silence our voices, suppress the vote across the state, uh, then we're going to stand up and we're going to fight. We're going to fight back. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And the New York Times actually caught up with some of those Republicans in the state legislature who dismissed the whole move as, quote unquote, political theater that is rich in a number of ways. But it does speak to the fact that much of this comes down to delay tactics here, given how Republicans just dominate the legislature in Texas. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like a lot of just, you know, passing the buck. Uh, And has something like this actually happened before? You know, like Texas lawmakers skipping town who aren't named Ted Cruz? (laughs) Um, He is the major example, but there is one other example. In fact, Uh, there was a whole incident in 2003 where Texas Rangers and state troopers were dispatched to go and find a group of Democrats who were effectively on the lam, I guess. Um, (laughs) At the time, they were looking to stop a redistricting proposal. And there were all these Great anecdotes about finding them in a Denny's in Oklahoma, et cetera, and so forth. Uh, Very buddy comedy elements there. We have a link to an old story on it in our show notes. But with the Democrats who have fled the state at this moment, officials are able to seek out legislators and bring them back to the Capitol if they remain in Texas. But once they leave, that jurisdiction ends. Though Abbott recently reportedly said they would be arrested when they got back. Yeah. And these Democrats that are using this tactic also made the point to turn this back to the federal government and pressure federal lawmakers to pass voting rights protections finally. So what response have we seen so far? Yeah. So those state Democrats reportedly met or are going to meet with some Democrats in D.C., but it's sort of unclear if that is going to end up including a White House visit. The AP talked to some White House officials who say there are no current plans for that at this time. However, here's Vice President Kamala Harris talking about their efforts before they boarded their flights yesterday. I applaud them standing for the rights of all Americans and all Texans to express their voice through their vote unencumbered. And today, Biden is going to go to Philadelphia to deliver a big speech on voting rights that follows major activist pressure on the administration. So that's yet another part of the agenda that is taking shape in addition to gun violence this week. Yeah, and there is some mounting frustration from civil rights leaders, activists, and more feeling that the White House has been somewhat passive on voting rights. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, just a few days ago, House Majority Whip Jim Clyburn, a major Biden ally, told Politico that the president should support a kind of carve out for the filibuster on election reform. He said that should a pair of voting rights bills not reach the president's desk, quote, Democrats can kiss the majority goodbye. Yeah. Mm. We'll keep you up to speed on all of this, what the president has to say today and the next moves for Texas Democrats. But that is the latest for now. It's Tuesday, Wad Squad, and today we are doing a segment called The Solution, where we propose a fix to a news story that has created chaos in our world. In Minnesota, local officials are dealing with a problem every community dreads, overgrown goldfish in lakes and ponds that are allegedly the size of footballs. Goldfish uh, make good house pets, but when their owners dump them in natural waterways, they can outcompete native species and churn up bottom sediments and uproot plants. Freed from the confines of their tanks, they can grow to weigh as much as four pounds and measure over a foot long. And removing populations of huge invasive goldfish can be costly, with one county in Washington saying in 2018 that de-goldfishing one lake would cost them $150,000. So for the problem of wild giant goldfish, here is the solution. Okay, so we need to create the world's first fish influencer that is very body (laughs) negative to set unrealistic standards of beauty for the huge goldfish. Uh, The destructive power of filters, Photoshop, and bewitched camera angles has been well documented in the human community, (laughs) getting inside everyone's head and making us think our bodies need to be smaller in some places and bigger in others. So far, (laughs) these tactics have never been used to manipulate goldfish. And of course, no innocent sea creature who wants to eat plants and make kissy faces all day deserves to be subject to the same pressures as anyone who's unlucky enough to have an Instagram account. But desperate times call for desperate measures, and football goldfish are the definition of desperate times. Mm -hmm. By introducing a goldfish influencer who is constantly going viral for their ads promoting weight loss fish teas, (laughs) we can pressure oversized goldfish to get smaller, or at the very least, make them so sad that they're less likely to reproduce. This approach will require us to drop tons of mirrors in the lakes and rivers where the huge goldfish live, so they are always looking at themselves, like their human peers. It will also require us to develop the technology that allows fish to use and understand cell phones. It won't be easy, but no good solution ever is. And if it doesn't make the fish smaller, we'll at least have created a successful fish influencer who can sign lucrative endorsement deals with Fish Fashion Nova. That was the solution. We'll be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, everyone's (laughs) getting flowers. Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. 
We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Thousands of people in Cuba came out yesterday and over the weekend to participate in one of the biggest anti-government demonstrations the country has ever seen. Cuban authorities shut down internet yesterday afternoon in response. Dissatisfaction with food shortages and high prices in the middle of a nationwide COVID surge led protesters to demand change from their government. The country is going through one of its worst economic crises, a consequence of decades of U.S. sanctions and trade embargoes, most recently imposed under the Trump administration. A White House official expressed the Biden administration's support for the protesters, but Cuban officials and Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador responded, saying the U.S. should end its economic embargo of Cuba if it really wanted to help its people. Black players on England's national football team faced a storm of racist messages and posts online following the team's loss to Italy in the Euro 2020 final. Police investigations revealed that a majority of the abuse came from abroad, but it's hard to believe when English fans boo the players whenever they take a knee in solidarity against racial discrimination. Mm. Prince William publicly condemned the violent slurs, but many people online were quick to point out the hypocrisy of his defense of the royal family when his sister-in-law, Meghan Markle, opened up about the racism that she experienced in Buckingham Palace. England's Football Association said in a statement yesterday that the racist backlash from fans was disgusting and that social media companies need to step up and take accountability for abuse on their platforms. Here, here. Yeah, yeah. When is the question. Mm-hmm. In Detroit yesterday, some of the most creative minds in the field of voting machine fan fiction got some credit for their work. <laughs> a federal court held a hearing on whether to impose sanctions on Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and others over their involvement in baseless voter fraud lawsuits in the state following last year's presidential election. The judge in the case expressed heavy skepticism of the voter fraud claims, and a lawyer representing the city of Detroit said the lies the pro-Trump team spread helped incite the storming of the Capitol on January 6th. Mm-hmm. You know, like any legal scholar of integrity, Lynn Wood defended himself by saying he actually wasn't involved in the Michigan <laughs> voter fraud lawsuit, despite everything in our physical world indicating that he was, including, for one, his name on court documents and previous statements he himself uh, has made. According to Politico, the judge's tone indicated that at least some sanctions for the pro-Trump lawyers are likely. Those could include legal disbarment in the state of Michigan. Damn. 
Fuck around and find out. All right. Uh, Eddie Murphy <laughs> and Martin Lawrence are collaborating on an exciting new project. Romantic love between two of their adult children. Mm. Murphy's son, Eric, and Lawrence's daughter, Jasmine, are in an Instagram official relationship with Jasmine posting to celebrate Eric's birthday this weekend. This couple has enough box office power in their DNA to immediately end the era of nonstop superhero movies <laughs> and bring back big budget comedies about weird teachers and police officers. That's no true. pressure, but based on simple genetics, their child would have what it takes to make America laugh within days of leaving the neonatal unit. <laughs> Congratulations to the happy couple and their hilarious dads. At WAD, we want to go on the record as being extremely anti-eugenics, but extremely <laughs> pro-comedy super baby hybridization. You know, we have to. Yeah, we've all been waiting for that Shrek bad boys crossover, and now it's time. Yeah, Shrek boys for life, and those are the headlines. <laughs> One more thing before we go, this week on America Dissected, host Abdul El-Sayed is joined by actor, comedian, and host Wayne Brady to discuss his journey with mental health and how toxic masculinity changed the course of his career. Listen to new episodes of America Dissected every Tuesday. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, create a comedy super baby, and tell your friends to listen. <laughs> And if you're into reading and not just voting machine fan fiction like me, What A Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and get, get small, small goldfish. goldfish. Before we were supporting you, but honestly, you're taking up a lot of space. Yeah. You know, you there's a thing about big fish in a small pond. Everybody wants to be one. You can't all be one. You know? Yeah. Choose. Choose wisely. <laughs> What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun and Jazzy Marine are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran, Akila Hughes, and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.